No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. It's springtime and it's time to freshen up that wardrobe that you've had hanging in that dingy old closet all year. How do you know it's dingy? Because most closets are dingy. Ain't nobody in the closet doing dusting or vacuuming inside the closet. My closet's immaculate. Okay, anyway, you should go to shoptourbus.com and check out what they got. What they got? The coolest Grateful Dead inspired merch on the online lot or the regular lot anywhere. You're not going to find cooler stuff. I promise you that. They make hand-screened apparel and merch inspired by the band Beyond Description. And it's all uniquely packaged and shipped with love from Bridgeport, Connecticut. What more could you want? They're putting together the Dark Star pre-orders right now, and they're being packed with... um, Exclusive five-inch holographic vinyl slaps, bootlegs, pencils, sweet treats, and some magic diamond disco rings. I mean, what? what's cooler than that? Go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram. You'll see what we're talking about. And when you finally purchase something from them and you're checking out, put in the promo code No Simple Road. No Simple Road, all one word. And you are going to get free shipping from their family to our family to you from us and them, all of us together doing something cool. Shoptourbus.com. Act quickly. So next weekend on Friday, we're going to be going to see Fish up at Climate Pledge Arena. And I've never been to Climate Pledge before. And there's lots of things that I want to know about Climate Pledge. But I don't want to ask like some dusty ass wook day of the show out in Pike's Place Market. First thing I know about Climate Pledge Arena is that they've got a dope coffee shop right next to it. Well, KXEP. If right you there. knew that, you could go to VenueLama.com and you could put that into the llama base. So this is called VenueLama.com. It's an online resource that provides live music fans the insider venue info they need. It's a place where fans can quickly rate venues and share various tips and intel about those venues like, I don't know, Help me out. How the security is is something I always that's, think about. That's a big. Where's the closest bathroom? The, what's yeah? What's the bathroom what, sitch like? Yeah. What's the parking situation like? That, that's another big one. That's the I don't want to ask the dusty wook in Pike's Place Market about the parking. They're gonna be like, I don't know, man. I, I don't like got a car, bucks. man. Exactly. Can I borrow <laughs> yours? Head over to venuelama.com. That's v e n u e l l a m a dot com to sign up for your free llama account. And start rating and sharing your insider venue info today. Llamas can also list their favorite scene-friendly businesses, websites, or podcasts on the VL Friends page. Venue Llama is currently compiling its llama baits with as much helpful information as possible on venues for the following upcoming tours. Dead & Company, Fish, 
widespread panic, Billy Strings, and Goose. Head over, check out the exclusive beta version of Venue Llama today at venuellama.com forward slash NSR. That's V-E-N-U-E-L-L-A-M-A dot com forward slash N-S-R. Meh, I'm a llama. No, you're not. We're sitting here looking at the specials for Fire on the Mountain, like talking oh, about how awesome all this shit looks. And I'm like, why are we recording this, man? You guys should go over to Fire on the Mountain if you live in Denver or Portland. I'm just saying, now's the time. They just dropped all their specials for this month. And holy shit, man. Just yeah. hip, hip them up, Apple. Yeah, well, at the Fremont location, grilled skirt steak with balsamic reduction and all kinds of other stuff going on. Honey. Crisp apple fritters with the sugar glaze. No, 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 no. They take, got take me to the deep fried thing. They, they got a bitch and salad at Interstate. Uh, so many things you got to look this up. But then here, there is the fried samosa Girl Scout cookies topped with powdered sugar. Mel, my Why? favorite Girl Scout cookie. And then you do that deliciousness <laughs> to it. Apple said, "I'm gonna drive over to Jordan's house and punch him in the mouth." <laughs> I said, "Punch him." I didn't say the mouth. Oh man, if okay, that's rude. If you weren't hungry. Before we started talking, you are now. Go check out Fire on the Mountain if you're here in Portland. Three locations, two in Denver. And hey, if you're not over here in one of these places, don't be sad. Don't Go be to sad. PortlandWings.com. Order yourself some of the sauces. Get some yourself dope merch. one of their hats, man. Yeah. I want one of those. Their socks hats. are dope too. Yeah, that's true. I really like the socks. You like the trucker hat. And then they have those dope um, cups too. They've got the new. Um, Spill it or silly pint? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, silly, they're pint. silly pints. pints. Yeah, silly pint. Just in time for spring. You could drop it on the floor and then it won't break. Yeah, those it, are great camping ones. And then if sure. you're still hungry after all that, then you can go over to the Burnside location and get a Reuben burger. Okay. Damn. So, so you, you feel what we've you picking up what we're putting down? I, yeah. I think you are. Go check out Fire on the Mountain. It is the Grateful Dead family hooking it up and cooking it up. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. 
This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. have been crossed and t's have been dotted we are ready to present <laughs> what's up everybody what are hey we now no simple road family oh yeah i guess we'll say who are this is apple and this is mel and this is darwin and this is aaron and, we, and we're no simple road man what's happening everybody we're, we're glad to be back this week with our special guest Ooh. from all the way over on the other side of the pond the Inspector Cluzo. Yes. If you don't know, now you know. And we'll just take a bow on this one and say, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. I re- highly recommend go see Rock Farmer's documentary and then oh, yeah. come back and listen to this episode. Or you know what? Maybe or, you'll or listen it to the it order. the other order, but they need to be hand in hand. This is like homework. Yeah. You got to watch that documentary. You'll yeah. understand so much more. This, this was a while ago. This was back in February. And after we did this interview, all of us were wowed. Yeah. I, I want to stop for just a second and say a special shout out and thank you to Emily mm. for sending this our way. Em, you are the best you you have never missed with us and this no. is another fucking home run she's the one that that sent us leon the third oh wow and, uh, yeah just emily you really got some good taste yeah so thanks Emily. yeah that's what it seems like everything comes from emily we walk away with a better education and, which and that like, is the case with this one and feeling like i i'm glad that i know that this thing exists because i may not have otherwise you know yeah. what i mean oh yeah i and don't think we would have heard about this this one for yeah and getting this this particular group out to our listeners is super exciting to me this me is too. just this is just two dudes and and when i say Matthew just and Lawrence. yeah when i say just i don't mean just this is uh, how do i say this the right way this band is comprised of two guys. That's it. Yeah. That's two it. guys that rock. Like I said, the only, and this is not a comparison, but the only thing I even think of that's close is like the white stripes with Meg and Jack. It was just the two of them. It's a drummer and a guitar player. And these guys, and you got to go on YouTube as well. There's a lot of live performances. I mean, these guys have mosh pits going on. They play like all the festivals all over Europe. They make it over here once in a while. Like you'll hear in the interview when they come over here, they open for bands like Clutch and stuff. Right. Like, 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 you know, he- heavy rock bands. But but the heart of this is all about sustainability and taking care of your community and yeah. family and returning to the land. And these guys tour half of the year and then the other half of the year they run a completely self-sustained family farm. 
And when we sat down to talk with them, we got one of them. We got Matthew because Laurent was at the farm being a farmer. Yeah. And and like and they do that all the time. If there's an interview, one will interview and the other one will be at the farm. Yeah. This isn't and this isn't like some bullshit little, you know, vegetable garden. This is like full on family farm with animals and tractors they, and yeah. fields and the whole they, thing they kept a, a a certain type of geese from going to extinction mm-hmm. that they have like 80 of them on on the farm right now uh they also i was going to say i was compared to like hard rock they turn on a dime and give some of the most beautiful Ballad. like melodic ballad stuff there's so much to these guys and as well as being independent with the farm, they are also independent with their own record label called Fuck the Bass Player Records, which is interesting. You'll hear the story behind that in the interview. Uh, this these guys, this is just amazing. You can go down the rabbit hole yeah. on these guys with all of the information that's available. You want to learn about farming? <laughs> go to their web, go to their website. And just so you know, because when I first heard of it, I thought it was Inspector Clouseau, like Pink no. Panther. It's Clouseau, C-L-U-Z-O. So is that the website, the Inspector yeah, Clouseau? Yeah, theinspectorclouseau.com. Okay. And it'll take you to all kinds of stuff. Is there- also, they do stuff with children, which is rad. They have, um, I think it was like a Thursday or once a week where the um, oh, yeah, kids yeah, would yeah. come in. Yeah, school. And they uh-huh. would do, like, help, like, the kids would help them farm, and then they would have a big dinner after that with the food that they help to farm and care for they're doing stuff that seems revolutionary to us but they've been doing that this is they started playing music on a farm that's how they first heard about it i don't want to give too much in the interview way but when we like i said these men are really changing what it means to be a rock and roller to be yeah they're pioneers yeah for real and and in such a like matter of fact yes kind of like of course this is what we should be doing kind of a way and it's not it doesn't come across like preachy or no because this is how they grew up yeah it's just dope and they've like revived all these old farming practices that they've learned from the older cats that lived around his grandpa um, lauren's grandfather they revived one of the oldest farms in their community in france and brought it back to you that's why you have to watch the rock farmer documentary it's a half hour it's worth it it. is fascinating It, it gives you a look at everything they do and you get oh what's the goat's name their oh, ma- their mascot the goat uh he's in the video and I he just roams remember. the farm uh anyway there's there's a lot of layers so i remember to back i here. think it was aaron that asked a question is like you know if you know what would what could somebody do if they wanted to do something like that you know start a farm or you even just head that direction and he was like start small grow what you can in the soil that you have and that I mean, it's not that big of a deal when you say it like that, but like it is revolutionary. Like do what you can instead of thinking, oh, I can't grow this big. I don't have farm, you know, raise beds. I don't have this, but you can have a little tiny bucket and grow basil or, you know, parsley. You can do that stuff. You can grow microgreens for you. The best salad you ever had in your whole life. That's right. So yeah. (laughs) Um, You know what? Let's quit talking about what they're going to hear about. 
and then they can hear about it. And let's get them to the interview. <laughs> Here's one hour of us explaining the one hour <laughs> conversation. We're going to do the business oh. real quick and we'll get you there. Follow No Simple Road at No Simple Road on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com. Check out all the things that are on the No Simple Road website. Like you can sign up for a tarot reading with Mel and I. Mel and I. You can buy No Simple Road merch, all that stuff. Check out the newly revamped and totally brand new No Simple Road Patreon page. Woo! That is patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. That is how you can monetarily support the No Simple Road crew. And look, there is patron exclusive content up there. You aren't going to know about Nathaniel's backstory if you're not on Patreon. I just heard it today and it was amazing. You're not going to know about Tough Guitar. And his 22-year-old oh. virtuosity, unless you're on Patreon, that is Side Roads. And that is what producer Corey has been putting out. He's been pumping out some bomb-ass interviews mm -hmm. with some the three winners. of us and other people. And if you're not on Patreon, you're missing out. You're blowing it. And I feel sad and for feel, you. Just be part of the community with <laughs> and us. Don't blow it. Don't blow it. Yeah. Don't blow it. And you could even, like, if you sign up for five bucks, you can get on the Discord server. I'm in there sometimes. Apple's in there sometimes. We're in there chatting it up. I'm never in about there. Stuff. I don't know about it. I got to install it on your phone so you can okay. get on the, get on the Discord train with right. everybody. I will. So that's patreon.com forward slash no simple, simple road. road. Head over simple to road. Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review on there. Do we have any new reviews? We have two Whoa! new reviews. I'm going to take the lead on this. One's Fuck really yeah. short and sweet, and then I'll read the long one. Uh, these are new to me. I didn't know either, but... You go over there, you hit that five stars, it's very easy, but then you can go on to leave us a review, like the two we have gotten here. Uh, this one is from Monday, my nightly routine now. Mm -hmm. These guys are part of my life as I listen to them twice a week. Keep up the great work, Chris Wood. Oh, oh thanks, Chris. Chris. Thanks very much, that, Chris. Okay, this is, or sister. This, is this is a longer one. Uh, this one snuck in. This was uh, March 28th. Thank you. Dang. For that March review. Deadhead Seinfeld. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I never liked the name, but since I've been listening to the dead since 1969, I guess I am a deadhead. Okay. The three hosts are extremely likable people. It's kind of like Seinfeld, and then it's a show. Well, not about nothing, but much of the show is about discussing very normal issues that I wouldn't think would be a basis for a podcast, but these three are naturally engaging and through their personalities alone have created a genuine community around themselves. Wow. As a professional musician for 50 years, I don't often enjoy hearing non-pros interviewing pros, but their style grows out of a true audience performer connection, a valuable and precious thing. One caveat the time spent on are that are they still called com commercials is staggering when listening to a new episode i generally start about 15 minutes in but hey if they can quit their day jobs i'm sure they will that will happen more power to them very sweet people oh thank you thank you so <sighs> much who was what was this the... was for frank canino frank frank canino <laughs> 50 you, years brother. musician wow man yeah, yeah, I, yeah, we don't like commercials either, Frank. But mm -hmm. I will tell you this about our commercials: we love the people that we are sponsored by. So 
we kind of enjoy doing it. And I get it as a person. I don't listen to Joe Rogan's episodes when I listen to him or not episodes, but his commercials. So I totally get you that know, part. You know, oh, yeah. you know what he does now, though? What? He doesn't put them in at the beginning anymore. He'll he like, puts them in like, like sprinkles while you're them listening in. to the interviews. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's the caveat. I totally get that. I like that you gave us a compliment and something also and constructive, yeah, criticism. constructive criticism, but that, cons- I, that criticism exactly. is like our, you know, our bread and butter. And so thank you for that incredible yeah, you, review. And Love you, it was very thoughtful. And, and thank you for the confidence that we are for sure going to quit our day jobs. Yes. Yeah. That, that's we goal, need one man. more thank person you so in there. Much, My mom just told me that about 10 minutes ago. So that's a double confirmation. Frank, and my mom in told one me day. Gonna, yeah, gonna quit my day job. So Aww. thank you, brother, for that. That that really is the what you said is extremely thoughtful, well thought out, and from the heart. And we're feeling it, man. So thank you very much. And hey, everybody out there, that is how you leave a review on yeah. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, that simple out. as that. Right, piece of cake. Um, you know what you could do if you want? You could go over to the tepid line. Oh, we have. Two Do we? new voicemails. Well, you can go over to that tepid line at 971 808 1524. That was good. I saw it. I saw the smoke coming out. That number again is 971-808-1524. And you can be like these two that have left the message. Good morrow, no simple road. Hello. (laughs) Hey, it's Johnny B from Delaware. Uh just wanted to call because the last time I called was for the Taboos tour, and you guys actually said the Johnny B line, and then I've been slacking, and then Mr. Andy Frasco said, come on, you know, no one's even done a Taboos. I did do the encore of Taboos, but I have been slacking, so I'm going to try to get this done in one call, and maybe two. It's All two. right, winter tour recap. I saw fucking Fish in the Garden, the 29th and the 30th. This play, the last three minutes of the possum from the 29th. If you're high, it helps. If not, it doesn't really matter because Trey <laughs> ended the song three times and I was kind of spun and it was like the funniest fucking thing ever. That's why Fish is the GOAT greatest of all time. So 2023, I said all new bands for a new year. Let's switch it up. So first month I saw Stafford at the oh, 930 yeah. Club. Freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Todd's Tots is my favorite song because I have a seven-year-old. So Stafford, amazing. I love the jams. They make me dance. I love their singing <laughs> and their covers. So they're one of my new favorites. Next month, which I have to add to the venue Llama, yeah, I do. saw Yonder Mountain String Band. And they played at the XL in Harrisburg, which I will have to say is the best small venue in the country. Hands down, it's brand new. Venue Lama, I'm going to hook this joint up. It is like the chillest, easiest place to ever see a show, ever. I love it. I'll drive three hours just to go to the Harrisburg. The yeah. Harrisburg. All right. All right. Where am I at? Where am I at? Okay. Now, <laughs> so that's two new bands for the first two months. The third month, which we're kind of getting into winter spring tour, was the Goose at Ooh. the Met. Holy motherfucking shit. <laughs> I saw them at the peak, and I saw some taboos. But this Goose Saturday show at the Met was just as psychedelic as the 29th or 30th Fifth show and the 918 Panic show I saw, which both blew my freaking brains wide open. The jams were amazing. The singing was amazing. The lights were out of control. And the Met is like the fucking coolest place ever. And it's actually a church called Church of the Holy Ghost. 
Um, all right, this is going to end up being two calls, but trust me, the second part will be worth it. <laughs> we trust you. Um, the fall goose Saturday night, and it was like just what I needed to fill up my soul, fill up my heart, fill up my head to get me through this cold, long winter into spring season. Um, and it was amazing. And when you asked about the love light, I'm going to come back and tell you about the love light. Uh-oh. All right. Hey now, hey now. <laughs> hey now. <laughs> All right, let's, hey I can't now. wait to hear the next part. Here hey we go. Hey now, John. Let's do it. Wow. Hey, I'm back. All right, so I'll finish this up now. Now, you guys were talking about what is love, what is a love light. So I was thinking it's like the Beatles changed music, the Grateful Dead changed people, Fish is changing the universe, and Goose is healing the heart. That's my little, like, weird vibe of Damn. the universe going on. Okay, so... When you said, what is a love light? What is the love light? And if you know my history, you know me and love and light and all that kind of, you know, <laughs> light is love. Love is light. Um, but anyway, freaking Bafford ended their show with the other one. Um, Yonder ended their show with Ramble on Rose. Now, what I'm going to say real quick is when you said, hey, the best thing you can do is to tell someone about No Simple Road in the merch line at Goose. I met one of our new family members, Jimmy Bauer, on Instagram, Bauer, B-A-U-E-R underscore Jimmy, my bro. We talked in the merch line, my new family. We're going to see Goose shows together. Hell yeah. He's from Rochester, New York. He's a sweetheart. He looks like my friend, Mike Dorsey, um, <laughs> now part of the No Simple Road family. Okay. Hopefully you're hearing this, Jimmy. And then I also got to say hello to my buddy that I met outside of the show, Casey, Instagram, KCDell26. Check out this guy's playing on Instagram. It's amazing. Thanks for passing that joint to me. Um, while I let your buddy smoke a cigarette, we were all fun as hell outside of the show. So those were the two people that I told about No Simple Road on Saturday night because that's the best thing you can do for the show. Tell someone you love. And these brothers were cool. And I was like, you know what? You want to make your heart feel better? You want to feel some love? Freaking listen to No Simple Road. Aww. And Casey Dell was like, yo, bro, we got a six hour ride home. I was like, check out the Dos Hermanos. I think I said the Dos Hermanos, <gasps> yeah. but I don't know. It was pretty fun at that point. Um, so, anyway, that was my winter, spring, Johnny B line, trip report, goose report. Um, but you were like, what's a love light? The encore on Saturday night, goose played love light, and I felt the spirit of Jerry and the love of the community in my heart, in my soul, in my mind. That's what it's all about. Like nothing ever, ever before. It was so healing. I danced so freaking hard. The people were behind me were like, who the frick is this guy? <laughs> but like, goose is a love light. That's all I'm going to say. And like, yeah, I talk mad fast about goose all day long. Now, like, I can't stop listening to this tour. So that's just me. I love all bands that jam. I love any band that puts their heart into it. Um, I love No Simple Road. Aaron, Apple, Mel, Darwin, Ryder, <laughs> all of the family. I'll see you guys at the peak. I love you. Have a great freaking spring. Aww. And uh, follow this donut. Okay. <laughs> well, follow the donut. Dang. Okay. Wow, when John. Andy was here, we'd never mean you, John. <laughs> you are always excluded from, hey, call 971. We know. We know that you, okay, you slacking, but we know that you're out there. We, yeah. And we know that you got our back. That Thank you how, so much. That was, that was a good makeup right there. Yeah. Hell like, yeah, it was. I, I just wish John would get excited about something. I know. It's, it's a drag. So he's so bummed out all the time. And when he said, da- I, I was picturing in my head him dancing. Boogie. 
in that he overcoat. is a force when when you get dancing john it's like watch out man you gotta be careful mm-hmm. the the like google the google translate just gave me one of the best translations of no simple road ever it called us the nose temple road family all right yeah we're the nose temple road. that's our spinoff cult yeah it's a ketamine cult <laughs> dang all right all joking aside 971-808-1524 that's how you use the tepid line all right let's get to the interview you ready oh wait yeah. and, and i uh oh, come on huh? well i just I, I, one I, looked, I just wanted to back up so that they know about miguel the goat Oh, that's Miguel, Miguel is the keeper of the land, and then his little buddy is Igor, the Gaston That's right, pig. Igor. Oh, my <laughs> right. gosh. This, this is uh, dedicated to, to those two, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, here we go. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you the, the Inspector, Inspector Clouseau.
You see me now. Yes. Right? yes. And we hear you. And we yes. Hear you. Hello, everybody. Oh. Hello. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you for joining Thank us. You. That is. Thank you. That's Mel. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. We're excited about it. <laughs> Great. I'm Aaron. Three people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Nice to meet you. Um, and my name is Mel, Matthew. Mel. Okay. And then I'm. Aaron, a- and I'm Apple. Apple. Apple, yes. <laughs> okay, hi. Nice to meet you. Thank you for joining us. Matthew, where are you right now? Well, right now I, I'm uh, in uh, not far away from the farm I, or in my house in a small town called Air sur la Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's why Laurent is not with me because he's at the farm right now. And, you know, we split the interviews in between because we have a lot coming. Yesterday, that was his turn. Today is my turn. So we share. That's good. It's good to share, man. We are, uh, I have to say that the three of us collectively are astounded by you guys. Yeah. Why that? (laughs) Well, there's, there's a lot of reasons, I think. I mean what you're this for example you splitting these duties to you know be fully encompassed and you know now you're doing the interview he's at the farm nothing's getting um you know uh, ignored and you're giving us your full attention with still so much to do and it seems like that's your way of life and that's not very usual here in the united states yeah that's not really no that's not a usual way of of behaving (laughs) that's sad because that should be all the time like that absolutely that's what that's why we're so astonished by it because um not only are you doing it but you're making it so normalizing it like it's that's how you're supposed to be and for us to see something like that is is very um Again, like just it's it's yeah, it's a novel idea and it's it's amazing what you two are up to. Very encouraging uh, reading about your farm and what you're doing. And then you do your own record label. You do your own music. You I mean, it is amazing what you're doing. It's very inspiring. Yes. Can can you talk to us a little bit about um, how Inspector Cluzo started? Of course. So the Inspector Cluso started uh, 15 years ago now. Uh, we were playing in, in the same band, Laura and I, mm-hmm. before. And uh, at the end of the previous band, as uh, Laura and I were musicians, and we say, okay, uh, let's keep on, you know, doing and making some music together. So uh, the lead singer of the former band just quit. He said, okay, I'm fed up with uh, touring and stuff like that. So we said, okay, let's, let's go on. And we, we proposed to the bass player at that time <laughs> to, <laughs> to be in the band. So to, get, to be involved and let's, let's do a trio. So he went to some rehearsals 
and we did few things and then he just announced us but we were a brand new band right mm-hmm. everything to build again so uh he said oh sorry guys i have to go and because someone offered me some job you know in at the, with the base and i'm going to do that tour and um but we say okay but if you leave now we won't wait for you it's over done so uh because uh laura and i we we close friends since many many years and we say okay we get along all together and we're ready to go the two of us only it's mm-hmm. fine for us okay so the guy left and we kept on going and we had to you know uh adapt our sound our playing and we started the process the inspector cluzo was born and uh we did a first record released and uh so you have to know that before we were uh so we were not farmers at that time because we had to leave our hometown to live in a bigger city in bordeaux because of uh, communication and be you know uh in the moving you know in the music moving things you know it was easier for us than in our uh countryside and uh so we had to uh build also a, a production in the music production uh, company so we were at that time we were uh, touring bands in Europe and we and as those bands didn't have labels you know record labels yeah. right. we had to put out some records also so we learned the job pretty much like that so we kept on going and we toured maybe you've heard about Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings yeah 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 so we did everything for them in Europe at that time oh, it was wow. in it was back in the days they were not even known in the states only in New York so we did uh, tour managing we we were their label and we we were uh their uh, booking agents for Europe for uh, wow. for 10 years holy shit and we also toured uh, suicidal tendencies okay. oh wow my one <laughs> of my favorites still, one of my favorites really? when i was a kid yeah and we still <laughs> tour suicidal tendencies oh, here wow. in europe wow. aside of what we're doing because we are now close friend with mike muir yeah and uh and he didn't he's pretty much like us really indie he want, he runs his own thing you know and he still wants to to be with us and do the job so wow. uh, we did also you know fishbone yes oh yeah do you know mm-hmm. oh yeah but we did a lot for fishbone in europe also back in the days okay but then it it was too hard so that was our first part of uh, you know uh of the time period and then when cluzo started we had uh good um response and feedback from japan first Oh wow. So yeah, so we went there, we did we played the Future Rock Festival over there before even playing a French festival. So that was like crazy. <laughs> and we kept on going, kept on going and finally we could, you know, uh, we've been fired from the Sharon Jones thing because they were too big at that time and we still wanted to remain indie, you know, human human vibe. You know, right. they were a little bit too greedy for us. Okay. Well, <laughs> so we've been fired. And, and at that time we decided, okay, let's, you know, stop that. 
we come back home, you know, in the countryside, we're gonna and uh, we had the chance to tour the world also uh, for some years, and we realized, like in China, how uh, the globalization world, econ- economical globalization in the world, was ruining the world actually. So we said, okay, we have to do something, and that's why we rebuilt a farm in our hometown, well, next to our hometown. And that's how we started that, the farm. Well, Matthew, what did you see that made you, what did you two see that saw that made you realize like, wow, this is ruining the world. What was your experience? So our experience, uh, especially in China, when uh, we saw the very, uh, everything was uh, growing so fast, overbuilt, everywhere with a lot of people like uh, we couldn't even move you know in some cities it was so packed it was and we saw that they they were their way of doing because they were like uh, building even at, at, at night time you wow. know yeah. and we say wow isn't it that dangerous for for workers over there they can fall and the guy was just answering yeah but who cares there, there are we are so 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 many so we, we said wow and we saw also that pretty much as big cities we could see exactly the same stores mm. the same vibe mm. the same thing you know it was like flat yes no no identity you know everything was the same so we say that's not cool you know we have yeah. to keep the world different so that we can share things and to to give us you know the um, i mean the joy to travel and meet different people different culture not not uh, a globalized world uh, which is exactly the same everywhere mm. right yeah wow. so all that and also we saw that the food was <laughs> terrible like a nightmare Whoa. you know in some parts so we say that's a big deal. So our main thing of uh, running a farm was to be first self-sufficient. So basically the thought was instead of going out and, and protesting or doing anything like that, we're going to start with ourselves first and change the way that we do things and then let that carry over into the message of our music. Exactly. You totally get it. I get it. It's exactly that. We do things in, we, we, we can protest, but protesting is cool, but sometimes it doesn't lead to somewhere, you know, concrete. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas if you do things, then you you can see the effect of what you're doing and beyond being self-sufficient at the farm, we realized that we were creating environmental richness Mm. because you know, all the, the things you do, you grow uh, uh, organically. Obviously, you know, you, you won't put like chemicals in your food. Right. You you save uh, disappearing races like uh, turkeys uh, from where we are. You grow uh, sheep. You you raise sheep, sorry. You grow your own corn and, and, uh, and wheat, you know. So you have, you have to call the neighbors to help you. For example, okay. so you create also social richness mm. around the farm. Yes, yeah, a community. So we re- we realize that you create so 
economical richness, social richness, and environmental richness, which was, wow, that's awesome. Let's keep on doing that. And also, it was making us being free, free to uh, play our music, free to write whatever we wanted, you know, and, and then in our songs, we can protest right. and tell our story about what we face, what we experience, and playing around the world. I mean, our songs, it's a kind of a protest, mm-hmm. protesting, yeah, kind yeah. of. That, I mean, and, and protesting in the most positive way, because if you get a song stuck in your head, that goes with you for days and hours and even a lifetime. But if you protest in one way with signs um, in a city, people forget about that. They, they, you know, it's powerful right now, but later on it doesn't have a lasting effect. But with music that can, you'll, that's a lifetime. It never goes away. That's true. That's what we can, you know, in some songs like Neil Young, you know, is is pretty much on on that move also. Right. You know, he writes songs about farmers and stuff like that, or, you know, and those songs last. Yes. True, true. And I think that there's something to be said for, um, like we were just talking about, changing yourself first, changing the way that you do things first, and then working outward from that place and to create change in the world. And working in an ecosystem like you guys are working in that is self-sustaining, you're not relying on anybody else to hand you anything or help you. You're doing it yourselves shows people it's a, it's an example to other people that this can be done. It's possible. It's not impossible. Yeah. That's what we want to show also. Yeah, that's true that we can manage to be either, you know, Rock guys, you know, rocking on some stages uh, over the world and also running a a farm. (laughs) Obviously, when when somebody says, ask ask us, uh, okay, but how do you do when you're on tour? Yeah, obviously we're not here. But that's, you know, with the neighbors, we have friends who come to the farm. They learn how to, we say, okay, we won't be there for a month. Could you come at the farm like every day, help Natalie. Lauren's wife, Natalie, is at the farm mm-hmm. when we're away, obviously. And we try also not to be away too long when it's a, a, a big uh, momentum for, for example, harvesting okay. the, the wheat or, or the corn or to plant, you know. So, and it's not, we know exactly, you know, we are pretty much well organized and we can handle two things well okay go ahead Apple. what no i was just gonna say it, like reading about the farm and i mean you're at the point now too where you're able to pass this on like you are it's also a teaching farm like you have classes that come and learn yeah. and help like hands-on i just let it's kind of like it just makes sense it's like the fundamentals of humanity like We've gotten too fast. We've gotten too reliant on on mechanisms and machines to do everything. And when all of it is, it was given to us, it's right there. Yeah. And we need to use our hands. But that I was just curious about, like, the, the classes coming and stuff. If you 
talk about that a little. Yeah, that's true. Every Thursdays <laughs> we welcome some classes. So we have to to mention that those classes are for you know uh, at school. I mean, it's uh, for young young guys and girls who are uh, pretty much out of the school system because of uh, you know sometimes a social situation. The you know parents are not together anymore, or you know they feel uh, hard time of uh, whatever and so and the the nurses who bring the 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 young guys uh found out that it's really a peaceful place the farm and also they learn things how to work the soil to uh to be in contact with animals you know and all that has um, a good effect on on the on those young kids yeah, and, uh, yeah, on Thursday, so we we work on Thursday every Thursday morning, and then we share uh, a meal all together, and then we can talk about you know exchange about like we talk about music. Say, oh, what do you listen to? You know, it's funny because they are like uh, way younger than us, right? You know? And uh, and usually they see that they can see that oh, but those two guys they work at the farm, the soul like us, whereas also they are you know, traveling the world and playing in other countries. Right. And so for, for them, it's questioning and yeah. which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how did you initially learn the skills that it takes to have such an expansive, I mean, it's one thing to grow one kind of crop and it's also one thing to know how to deal with the animals. And it's one thing to know, to be an expert with soil. Like these are so many different aspects of a farm how did you and Laurent um, come to learn this? So uh, actually, it's it comes from uh, Laurent's uh, family because uh, Laurent's grandfather uh, taught us he was doing that as his farm and was self sufficient himself. Okay, you know because like uh, two generation, you know, uh, under us, no, above us. Well, okay, yeah, uh, are we're self-sufficient and we're living in a farm, and so they were, uh, you know, um, growing some corn to feed the animals, and they were uh, eating the animals or not, or you know, so it was a self-sustainable uh, system. So we learned from them how to uh, feed the geese, how to treat the geese, how to cure cure them, you know. To observe, you know how, and uh, and hopefully we had just the time to learn that before he passed away. Oh, wow! So we were lucky, and uh, and uh, and then we also learned from the neighbors because some of the neighbors are retired uh, agricultures. So uh, we we learned from their experience also because they were living here. And they've been working on the soil from many years, so they had they had uh, <laughs> very good uh, tips on some things. Uh, combined to what we could also learn, you know, discussing uh, with uh, other agriculture, like in Japan or in the States. Also, when we were in the Midwest, we talked about uh, with uh, some agriculture, even though they were working for Monsanto, you know. <laughs> yeah. But we could we could learn and and uh, uh, from them also. So that's very uh, 
inspiring and uh you know that's a richness to share all those uh, you know important yeah that's a generational thing to like a generational wealth is the 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 knowledge that's being passed on is equal to wealth and what is happening is that you know grandpa passed it down the neighbors it just sounds like there's such a community around what you're doing and then and then the music, <laughs> it sounds like that is, you know, kind of like the main thing. And then this sweet, uh, strong, crazy, beautiful music also that we haven't even talked about the music yet. That, that is such yeah. a huge, um, it, it makes me understand a little bit more of the passion of where it comes from, because it seems as if you to act in such a passionate way with what everything that you're doing, not just one, one area. I saw the, the video for uh, the song running a family farm and, and you guys are playing, playing (laughs) together in like outside in a, in a barn or, you know, where you keep the animals. Yeah. I was wondering like when you guys recorded horizon, when you made the album, is it there at the farm that you're doing everything? Or did you actually go like pay for studio time? No, we actually paid for a studio because uh, we did our some of our records. We we recorded and mixed ourselves. But at at uh, one point, we said, "Well, we don't have the skills to go further," mm. and because we were not satisfied about the results of our mixing or whatever, <laughs> we needed more, and we just contacted Vance Powell in Nashville. Oh wow. Mm. And and this guy Vance at that time was intrigued because he said, "Wow, who are those two guys, farmers, and also you know wanted to to put out the records and stuff like that?" So he said, "Okay, some send me some uh, some tracks." So we sent him you know what we had, you know, and he said, "Okay, I'm I'm in." So so we made it work in between uh, two you know important sessions for him because we. We we had we didn't have the I mean you know the the money to pay him correctly at that time because right. we were wow this guy is so you know and uh, and we flew to Nashville to to be there at the mixing and we so we met Vance in, in in person and we got along all together because he's a foodie guy he's really progressist uh, with so we we realized we were on the same page yeah. so we said wow. So that was amazing. And after this record that was on uh, Rock Farmers, he said, you guys, next time you want to record uh, a new album, you call me first. Otherwise, I, you know, I blast your your tires. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Wow. We'll be there. We got you. So, and, and then we did with the people and it's naturally, you know, he brought us uh, to uh, another level also. And so naturally we say, okay, the, the new one, yeah, Vance, okay, we come to the studio and uh, we record this new record because, and now the funny and very nice things, he's supposed to come at the farm uh, beginning of May this year. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> so it's it's really cool because we wanted him to see, you know, where we live so that he understands even more, you know, uh, the vibe which he yes. understood already, you know, we, we, we know. And uh, so he's going to come with his wife and uh, hang out 
you know, at the farm. And maybe he'll have the idea for the new record, the next one. Okay, let's, I come and re-record at the farm because the vibe is wow. something. Yeah. Even yeah. though we don't have all the gear, you know, uh, we cried, but we can do something. <laughs> yeah. wow. So how would, how would you explain the vibe of the farm? Um, it's, uh, it's kind of a peaceful place. You know, we, as we grow everything, I mean, it's everything organic. So we saw that the life is, is coming back. I mean, all the little birds, the, the bugs, and that's why we wrote the song, uh, swallows, because we ob- observed that the swallows were, you know, moving back to the barn to, uh, to build their nest. So we said, wow, that's very rare because they are disappearing now because of all the chemicals, you know, in the, oh. on the fields. So, uh, we, we observed that and, um, and having also the animals, you know, interacting, you know, in between each other and all that, the vibe also, because the neighborhood at the farm, uh, the two, you know, I don't know if you saw the, the documentary Rock Farmers. Mm-mm. No. No, so you can check Rock Farmer's documentary, uh, okay. which is on YouTube. There's an English version. And we are about to put out a new documentary about eight years later. Oh, wow. That we, it'll be soon released. And Vance Powell is in, in, in oh, this documentary yeah. also. And uh, so check the, the documentary and you'll see that the neighbors, the two old neighbors are saying, okay, now the neighborhood is like, is uh, living again because it was a kind of a community and that's created this kind of community. You know, we are very close to the neighbor. They come and they help us to pluck the geese, for example, or or when we want to, uh, you know, organize a dinner to thank them for helping. So they come in and uh, it's all good, you know, uh, sharing moments altogether that's very cool there's there's it's definitely living. something i saw again in that video you guys are just sitting at the kitchen table all eating together yeah that's true <laughs> and there there's something very special about being able to share a meal that you've grown the food or the the animals taking care of the animals to be able to share that space with each other i would imagine that being able to do that with your musical partner creates a deeper level of musical connection because of being able to do that. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, We haven't calculated this, you know, but I'm sure in a certain way. Yes. When you see us live, for example, you can see those two guys on stage, you know, they say, there's something right even even though you cannot put some words on it but you can you can well we hope so you can feel something we definitely what, feel it um yes. how like i know lots of bands you know they don't live together they show up you know they're married they have their own family then they come together how did you decide to you know bond together in life not just in music uh it's uh it's because it was a a project, you know, like mm-hmm. running a farm, uh, necessarily, uh, I mean, you have to be there every day yeah. to work at the farm. So even though, because I don't live at the farm, I live like 
I'm not far away. I'm 20, 20 kilometers, so like uh, 10, 10 miles, yeah. even less. Well, so it's easy, you know, I come every day and it's in the countryside, so no traffic, no, super easy. And uh, so we have to be at the farm every day. And what is good is we can switch in between the farm work and the music work because we also have a big, you know, uh, part which is uh, music work as we are running our own label, right. own management, own booking agency, all production is run by us. So we have to, to, you know, to be able to switch quickly. <clears throat> so being at the farm allows us to do that easily. Wow. That's, that's, so yeah, yeah, that's a good life. I mean, it's, uh, you know, uh, you can, uh, you're, you're rely on, on yourself only, you know, but if you are tired, you can, you know, take some time off and, uh, recover and, uh, mm. you know, let's have a walk now. I'm fed up with this work. <laughs> na, na, na. So yeah. yeah, it's, you know, we, we get organized like that. And then when we have to be, okay, let's go on tour. Okay. It's from there to there. Okay. From this time to this date will be on tour so let's organize someone to come on the farm to help natalie and uh, things like that we're on our way <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that- so uh, what kind of challenges have you faced in this kind of you know life because it sounds like very organic and and good now but i'm sure it didn't always have the ease of <laughs> what what you're saying now exactly exactly what kind? Uh, first, it was like um, at the at the garden, at the vegetable garden. First of all, we tried to to grow vegetables on. Uh, uh, so I, I can't remember on on layers. You know, uh, you do some small oh, yeah. Yeah. not yields. Right. I don't know the the English word for that, but no. you know, like agro permaculture thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, but our soil wasn't really good for that because too hard Mm. so we succeed in doing that two years in a row but then the third years it was like impossible not good results and so we had to to redesign the garden and so finally we 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 did some squares uh and we turn you know like we have leaves we have roots we have fruits and uh, and one where nothing, just a uh, green fertilizer. We switch, you know, oh, every okay. year. Yeah, and that you can you can see on the rotate on the documentary Rock Farmer. Yeah, uh, rotating the cultures, and uh, and then we we are helped by the animals also because we combine the 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 cultures and growing some uh, crops and also you know, raising some animals to interact because they come, they eat the green uh, fertilizer, but with the shit, they fertilize the soil also. Mm-hmm. So, and then you can, wow. you know, uh, grow your crops on it. So it's, uh, you know, every animal has his, um, uh, its role, Yeah. you know, wow. like Miguel, the goat, the big <laughs> mascot. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the thorns everywhere. You know, you want to clean a space, you bring Miguel and he eats everything. Oh, so wow. it's it's perfect. <laughs> when on the field, when we have a uh, just before uh, uh, planting the corn, for example, we have a, a green fertilizer. So we need 
to cut and to, to make sure that there is no more green fertilizer. So we bring all the sheep and they eat everything within a month. And then your field is pretty much ready, ready to go to plant the corn. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so you've had this experience of like starting from the ground up and figuring things out and having, you know, the older generation teach you and you've been to America and you've seen the way things are here. When you, when you said like in China, everything was kind of the same, same shops, same look, same vibe everywhere. I, we came originally, we live in, in the Pacific Northwest now, but we came originally from the Southwest part of the United States from Las Vegas and Las Vegas Southwest is like, in my mind, when I go there, it's one big strip mall, same restaurants, same stores over and over and over again. Each city looks the same. And yeah. I, I'm just wondering, like, since you've stepped out of that and you're able to sustain yourselves now, for those of us that are living somewhere where things aren't quite like that, what advice would you give to somebody that's wanting to do what you guys are doing to, to get started? What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. To get started, we would we would just say, let's try small. I mean, you have a, a little piece of soil somewhere. You have a garden or whatever. Uh-huh. Just grow something. Try first like tomatoes, <laughs> for example, basil or, or you know, parsley or, or whatever. But very, and step by step, you grow your own tomatoes. And, and then when you try you eat your tomatoes that you actually uh, make them grown in your garden. And you'll see that they will taste totally different from what you can experience from a, a store. Mm-hmm. So then you, you're going to say, okay, do I want that more? Yes. So let's try to <laughs> do more, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So then you can say, okay, they are like uh, in some cities here in France, I guess in the States also, <clears throat> there are some uh, shared uh, gardens, right? Community garden, where community gardens, where people come, and that's good. Good things to start with uh, uh, working the soil, also because you have the, uh, other people to help and to advise, you know. And so, right. and then you can do wherever you can exchange uh, seeds, you know, free seeds, and because it could be totally free. <laughs> and in a world where uh, the big companies wants to take all your money mm-hmm. and uh, you, you struggle to pay just for your bills and stuff like that. You can think about a different way of living, uh, starting growing your food because we uh, in France, when you, you realize that if you spend, I would say, I don't know, uh, 10 hours a week to grow your, your food, it's 10 hours, you won't have to earn money to mm-hmm. buy your food. Wow. So you can think, you can think, you can think about it like that. I mean, instead of 
making some money to buy food. Yes. You just work to get your food. And the good thing about that is your food will be way more uh, taste, tasty, mm-hmm. uh, way more healthy. And, and you don't even imagine all the richness, as I said before, the environmental richness you will create and the social richness you will create also. So it'll be good for your your mind mental yeah. i mean yeah do you so it will like as musicians for us it nourish uh nourishes our insp- inspiration to write music it's a it, it's also that's a i'm glad it came back around because it's it's so simple to put it it's like going in a time machine like stepping back out of the modern world because i know we do we live you know and we live in oregon in the pacific northwest we moved up here to feel more alive, to be closer to nature and to all of these things. And like anything in life, you, you put in hard work and you work with your hands and you were rewarded so greatly beyond working that job to go give them money for stuff we can do so easily on our own. And it, and and, and like, like when Mel, Melanie asked about the, you know, the vibe of the farm, that's what we love up here. When you when you're cut off from this modern like society, and like we go to our friends like like Ben and Tiff's property, you feel so much more alive when you cut yourself off from this crazy world with all the mechanical, all the thing. Like like we always talk about like don't think for yourself. We'll think for you and give you all the answers. Well, then you're not living anymore. Yeah, true. And in your, your yeah, you're in Oregon, right? Yeah, yes. yes. And in Oregon, I guess you you are closer to the nature than than people who lives in uh, in uh, Los Angeles, for yes. example. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it it's I think it's much more easier for people uh, like you guys to understand and feel that uh, because you live in in Oregon. Yeah, and that that's our kind of our our goal we're working towards is to have a piece of property to have our own farm and start doing that and have animals and you know we're working towards that and it's 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 it is a lot easier to do where we moved to that's where we why we moved up here and I just I that's that's why I asked you what advice would you give somebody somebody in the in the the that was a selfish question but I I I, the thing that really intrigued me about the inspector Clouseau is that it's farming and rock and roll together. You know what I mean? It's, it's, (laughs) these are two things that like in America anyway, weren't really, uh, they don't go together. I mean, there, there's examples like you gave like Neil Young and stuff, but for the most part, not so much. And, And again, it seems so simple it seems like, oh yeah, it totally makes sense that this would be the outlet, the artistic outlet for this type of person. I'm curious about how you originally got into playing music and what your influences were. So, but Laura and I, we, we've been playing music since we're seven or eight. Whoa. Oh, shit. Okay. Thanks to our parents. And, and to be honest, I, I went into music because when I was a kid, my father uh, used to take me in farms because his friends 
had farms. They were uh, raising sheep, for example. And I saw musicians rehearsing in farms. Oh, wow. So I had that when I was seven. And so uh, I say, wow, it's a cool instrument, you know, the drums. So I say, okay, I want to play drums. <laughs> and so it started like that and in farms. And so we, na, 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 and they were listening to rock and roll, you know. Or, so it was, uh, we were, it's, uh, that was a part of uh, what we experienced when we were young. And Laurent, same thing. I started with the trumpet because there was there wasn't a drum school where I was living at that time, and uh, Laurent started with a saxophone. So we grew up, and then we met in um, when we were eighteen, and in the classroom we were together and say, "Okay, you play the guitar. Yeah, I play drums. So let's let's play That's some music thing. together." Yeah. That's what we did, and we never ended playing together. So you, yeah. you two have a lifelong bond, you know, be, beyond music and beyond the farm. It seems like there's a very deep soul connection of like a, a brotherhood or some kind of connection that you two have. Maybe even your parents knew it, you know, bringing you two together to for so many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's We didn't control that part. But. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> In the in the flow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What what were some of the the bands that you liked early on? So we so we love a lot. Like we love Neil Young. We listen to a lot of blues music. You know, uh, we listen to uh, old Jimi Hendrix. Uh, you know, Led Zeppelin. But yeah. also we we when we met with Lauren, it was like Pearl Jam, the first. Mm. You know, records of yeah. Pearl Jam 10. Yeah. So we said, wow, we love that band. So uh, Pearl Jam. And then we went to Neil Young to, uh, to of, obviously, like Nirvana, Rage Against the Machine, mm. but also ACDC. So we're music lovers. We, lo- we love James Brown. We love Sly Stone and the Family Stone, you know. Yeah. Uh, more, we also love, like, African music, mm. you know, like Fela Kuti or... Oh, so or Salif Keita, Ali Farkatoure, mm. a lot of musicians like that, Manu Dibango. Uh, we have, uh, you know, Curtis Mayfield, you know, yeah. um, I don't know. We are you're, you're saying really all the great everything. shit, yeah. like all the best stuff. <laughs> yeah, and we, we discovered also uh, traveling the States, we discovered also like, uh, you know, uh, like George Jones, you know, all the the folk, uh, folk singers, and, you know, and, and that's why we, and we met, well, we listened to Chris Stapleton mm, because Vance yeah. produced Chris Stapleton and we said, wow, this guy is amazing, you know? So, and like this, and then, but we, we are music lovers as far as it's, uh, it comes from the soul and it's uh, organically played. I mean, we're not into electronic music because we don't get that. Right. Just, yeah. It's not your vibe. Yeah, you know? Or R R and B, like modern R and B and stuff like that. We don't we're not really on that kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. And you guys have been all yeah. over the world playing. And I know even like here in the United States, for us being <clears throat> from the West Coast, going to concerts and seeing the communities that are on the East Coast is vastly different. It's, it's really is, it's like going to a different country sometimes. 
And Mm -hmm. I, I wonder what the, what your experiences traveling around the world, like places like Japan and, and, South Africa, Madagascar, Madagascar. <laughs> like what the music scenes in those like places, that. what, what experiences and things have you seen that are different? Well, yeah, it's totally different. And the, the vibe is different from a country to another. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, we loved like, for example, Madagascar, they are really, really very good musicians, but they, they, they feel the music in a different way than us. I mean, like I would say, uh, we can feel the music more like, uh, you guys do. Mm-hmm. I, maybe because we are, uh, white people, you know, uh, occidental world and, and those guys are more African oriented, uh, musically. So they don't count the music the same way. They don't feel it the same way. So it's very interesting to see and to talk to them. We have some friends in Madagascar. And uh, we love, you know, talking music with them. And it's also <clears throat> same thing, different in like Japan. Mm-hmm. But Japan, they are more into, uh, because we're not really close to uh, traditional Japan music. Right. However, all the rock scene in Japan, but because they've been influenced by you guys with the, yeah. the U.S. bases, you know, during the Second World War Two. Right. And uh, but we could feel also very good experience and vibe in India, for example. Oh, wow. Really? They have a yeah. They have a different approach of the music and super talented musicians too, in a in a different way. So it it uh, gives like very uh, interesting uh, fusion in between like sometimes rock and Indian Indian music. It's really interesting. Yeah, I, I imagine. Just be having the opportunity to to travel to see those places and <clears throat> sit with different people, eat different food, hear different music, spending time with them it it, it creates uh something for you that you would ha- not have had you know, education. ed- educationally yeah oh uh, yeah, well, of course, if you want to see that and experience and and uh, you have to, to travel, even if you look on the internet now, because you can, mm-hmm. it's totally different. It doesn't give you the actual vibe of what it is. It. No. Oh yeah. You have to meet the people to talk to them. You have to listen to the music directly. And, uh, and that's why uh, traveling is so beautiful. And when some people, uh, say, uh, I know you, you don't have to take plane anymore because, uh, you know, it, it's not good for, for the environment. They say, no, too many planes. If you t- take too many times the plane to go for, to uh, be in a resort at, at the o- other side, you know, right. without uh, sharing anything with the local population. Okay. It doesn't mean anything. Stay home. It's better. But if you travel to meet people and to see how it how it is out there, it is totally worth traveling, right? Yes. Because yeah. you you will you will you will uh, have so much than when you come back home that that is uh, I mean you know worthless. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So do you um do you two both get a lot of inspiration musically, like you know lyrically, when you come back from these travels? Yes. 
And we then, are inspired by all our travel, traveling and stuff like that. Less in the new record because we couldn't travel because of the pandemic and I'm stuff sure, like yeah. that. And we've been more inspired by uh, what we had to face, you know, the agro industry uh, putting pressure on us and also the green bashing from the population. And uh, so we had to deal with that. And that inspired us because we are, we're Gascon, so we're more fighters. <laughs> so we, have, we face an issue, you know, we say, okay, what's the solution, you know? So, uh, so we had to do that. Even though in like shenanigans, for example, you know, we, it's a song about our friends, uh, Bill Elder, who, has a, who runs a, a bar in, in Tennessee. So, you know, we, we just, we don't calculate it. We leave. And the, the fact that we leave and we travel, we meet people that inspires us. What, what is, what's green bashing? That's a, that's why Okay. Green bashing. Uh, sorry guys. It's a, <clears throat> at least, you know, you have some people like in France, for uh-huh. example, because we're close to France. Uh, some people are saying, okay, they are putting pressure on agriculture because they say you shouldn't like, for example, you don't have to use the, those chemicals because it's polluting the soil, which is true. However, there is no solution for them for the moment. So they are really rude to the agricultures because oh, okay. Uh, okay. Like, they it. are fighting them. Oh, okay. And if like, if you want to take the plane, they would say, no, don't take the plane because it ruins like, like, it. Uh, do you, have you heard about, uh, Greta Thunberg? No. Gre- Greta Thunberg. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Yes. Well, she's more into green bashing. I mean, everything you, you will try to do, she, she will say, no, that's wrong. <sighs> yes. Okay. I, we understand yes. that. Okay. And that's, that's, I would say the negative part of uh, trying to be an, an ecological uh, people. Right, right. And because if, if we ask her, okay, Greta, do you feed yourself? Do you grow your own vegetable? And if the answer is no, say, then don't say anything yeah. because yeah. You, are, you are part of this world, globalized world, where if you want to eat sushi, for example, it's going to come from the other side of the planet. So, You'd better, you know, step back and don't don't push too much. It's so okay, and especially yeah. towards agricultures, people who, who who are trying to do something. Right. So they're they're basically putting every all the agriculture in one space and you know giving them a hard time whether you're doing something good or or not. They're just throwing it in one bubble, and this is how you're behaving. Yes. Okay. How yes. how are you receiving pressure? From agriculture, from uh, the agro industry, yeah, uh, they send us the cops, for what? example. Yeah, they send us cops because uh, they pretend that we are uh, dangerous for them. Oh. They do the the yeah. <laughs> so hopefully we have the vets in our side, and we can you know say no, 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 stop. We complained, we tried to explain the guy that we don't want a factory farm to be built 300 meters away from our farm because it's going to be a danger for us. Yes. Right, pollinating. And- although, 
<clears throat> whereas the, the law is on his side. So he did it anyway. At the end, he got sick. He had to kill his 10,000 ducks oh. because of the bird flu. Oh, shit. And whereas we were safe. So he was jealous and said, okay, those guys have, you know, uh, oh. have to kill their geese also because we are in the three-kilometer circle. Yeah. And, you know, as prevention. And we say, no, we warned you that we didn't want you to set up here because you could be a danger for us. So now our geese are safe. Don't tell us to kill them. We won't accept that. So we, t we told that to the vets. And uh, we found a solution to be uh, legal. Uh, and uh, because of the race, the geese are, the, the DNA of the geese are really decreasing. I right. mean, there is no geese, no, uh, I mean, local geese anymore. So now they are protected by, uh, oh, by wow. the vets yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So we say, okay, we are the right now to raise the, the geese outside here even though there is a factory farm 300 meters from us and and the guy now knows and we are we are safe but we had to fight a little bit so he sent the cops he took pictures and you know all those bad things so we're not friend anymore he's not but, getting uh, a loaf of bread and some wine for me no. yeah true <laughs> Fuck that so, so it so it, it sounds that's what you just answered what i was going to ask that because it, it this modern society and agriculture big seed company they try they make it very hard on you well, guys here to in the do states what, here in the state but also like he's saying over there that also kind of comes in over there like the big farms and stuff they, they, no, nobody wants us taking care of ourselves, kind of what, like what it's like. So they they try to make it very hard on you, but congratulate. I mean, it sounds like you guys persevere and push through all of this, and you you constantly everything you say, it's like, what is the solution to yeah. this? You know, let's figure yeah. out the solution. There's always a solution. There's always a way to work through it, and you guys do this very well. It is so inspiring. Thank you. We try to, but you know, sometimes it's not easy because we also have in the music business as indie band, we have, we, we have to face also uh, jealousy, big pressure from, you know, how the music business is set up. So, so it's also hard in the music side. So we say, oh, sometimes it's a, man, it's too much. Cool. Calm down. <laughs> you know, yeah. it seems that Inspector Clouseau are pioneers of multiple yeah. um, industries and what you're doing. Yes, you're, you know, in France or, you know, in the countryside, but it feels like you're doing something bigger for the world because the music industry, just like the farm industry has so many negative aspects mm -hmm. to it. And it, it doesn't allow for the the natural part what you you were talking about like it's more than just organic or natural it's it's like inside and and the music industry tries to control you know make you have to have so many albums you have to write an album like this um, and same thing with the farm you have to farm this way and you got to do this and you exactly. you're saying no we are doing something different and not only are you successful but. I mean, just speaking with you, just such a calm demeanor and you play rock and roll music. <laughs> so that's all wrong. It, it, it's, it's very you know, metal. it seems, yeah. um, 
counterintuitive, but at the same time, it just feels very right. It feels mm. what you're doing is very right. And I'm so grateful to come across your music to come across what you're doing and and like apple said earlier it's so inspiring i can understand why what your travel and when you're bringing back this music how you can write such beautiful music and and such strong messages because you really are um having a lot of um uh you know against you you have well, a lot against you but you also have lots you know like like apple said solutions yeah, but it, it feeds us you know what we have against us feeds us actually at the end yeah wow so we're we're kind of thankful to the <laughs> <laughs> thankful to your <laughs> haters <laughs> right <laughs> yeah well even though no if we could stop it, it would be better but. yeah yes no we, are, yeah. we know and, and i think that everybody that listens that's listening to this now like needs to know that everything that you guys do is paid for by you. Like when somebody buys a shirt from the Inspector Cluzo website, that money is going directly to you to help you continue what you're doing. The money you make on the farm is going directly to you to help you with the music business. The money from the music business is helping the farm. It's the same as the way the farm takes care of itself. Your business is the same ecosystem yeah same yeah true yeah and and that's a i think recently within the past during the pandemic more so now a lot of artists have figured out that oh shit i can be an indie artist i can do this Mm -hmm. it's become much more attainable to 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 become an, an independent artist for for you though working globally has has being more of a worldwide uh band helped or hurt you as far as being independent mm. yeah that's true we we try to you know uh all either the music or the the farm you know, all that in, it goes in the same basket. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and the fact that we are self-sufficient at the farm allows us to be free on the music side. Mm. So we're not forced to uh, do things we, we wouldn't do. Like, uh, I don't know, like uh, bad gigs or, you know, yeah. because uh, at the end it's very exhausting if you tr- if you do things you don't want to do. Uh, no shit. <laughs> no, it, it allows you to to do to be free and to choose the way you want to do it. Huh. I guess. Matthew, yeah, no, that, that Matthew, makes sense. Matthew, this is what I wonder. For people who don't know the band or the music um, and don't know what you're into, what would you want them to know about you and Lauren, about the band or about what you're doing? Wow, that's a that's good a big, and hard question. I don't know. I would say go and check Rock Farmer's documentary. That's that's one of the okay. biggest things that you you are proud of and and have out there. Yeah, it's. I mean, there is a because on on these documentaries uh, there is humor. Uh, it's explaining how you know we run the farm, and also it shows, uh, you know 
the band we are like we're only a two piece you know and uh we're pretty easy simple you know no headaches we just <laughs> do our things yeah. and uh and uh and that's it that's great that's yeah. like, Hey man, that's no, great. <laughs> I was going to ask you, okay, because we've talked about all these things. Then I also saw on your site, you guys also do a radio show. Yeah, that's we started a radio show uh, because of the pandemic. Okay, you know, so we said, okay, we have time because no touring, no yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So we say, okay, let's try to speak about what we experienced. Um, you know, like uh, it started from uh, what we experienced when we toured the states, opening for Clutch. Oh, oh shit! No? Okay, yeah, I knew because Clutch. We did that. It was uh, in the winter time, within February that period time period. It was like minus uh, uh, thirty degrees Celsius. Oh, so shit. ice on the left, ice on the right. Wow. <laughs> a straight road, ten hours drive, and then the gig. Then you sleep in the shitty, crappy motel, and then. <laughs> 10 more hours drive, another show. But that was like, wow, beautiful and, and I don't know, a, a special vibe. So we wanted to just tell that to people, you know, uh, uh, locally in France. And that's how the Rock Farmers show, that's you know, okay. started. Okay. That's really and then cool. we also talked about people we met, like uh, Vance Powell, you know, the artists we, we met on tour and, uh, people from Madagascar, people from Japan, from uh, South Africa or well, in in um, South America also, you know. And uh, and the thing also, because we only two, you know, traveling, sometimes three with the sound guy. Right. It, it's, it's way easier to meet people, yes. you know, yeah. to meet local people because you're not like a big tour party uh hard to move to to a place yeah. yes so we are easy we fit in a car so people are you know local people are say okay let's come home and uh, i'll make you a dinner and uh and we'll talk about things and and so we said well yeah of course you know <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah let's go it's of course it, it, yeah, first of all that this is one of my favorite things we you know just recently uh learned about you um and then looking when I learn about a band, a lot of times there's like, I have a lot of listening to do. I I have radio show stuff to listen to, a documentary to watch, nine albums to listen to, uh, all of it so inspirational and everything. Uh, really no question here. Just wanted to thank you for what you guys do, and I can't wait to go down the rabbit hole and and. I, I, I love you guys. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. Oh yeah. One uh, uh, other thing is we, we, we put out a brand new website okay. on which you can choose your language. So I guess the, the English translation is uh, you, you click on the small flag uh -huh. and it translates all the pages uh, instantly and you have everything about the farm, uh, what we're doing. It's really well explained about, uh, why the sheep? Why the geese? Why uh, the 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 special local uh, turkeys? Uh, you know, and all that it explained in the in the farm, the garden and stuff like that. Is so it the, really our teachers? What's it. the website? Is it is it the Inspector Cluzo? Is that the one, or do you have it? Okay, dot perfect. com. Yep, yeah. Dot okay, com. and 
do you have any plans of coming to tour the United States anytime soon? So, yes, we oh. we are working on either June. Uh, we are so we have a sub agent for the United States and is working from finding us a support uh, a support tour in June. Or if not, we'll try to build up a tour in September, October by our own or co-headline yeah. tour in smaller places. And uh, so we should visit the, the States in 23, fingers crossed. Yes, fingers Because, crossed. Uh, you know, rock and roll comes from uh, your country, guys. So uh, <laughs> we need, it's really inspiring also for us to come and, and, and travel by car and in this very wide country and uh, in different states, you know, different people. And, and that's very uh, good for us also. Well, if you... Um... If you come through Pacific Northwest, if you come to Portland, you you both have a place to stay, and uh, yeah. our home is open. Yes. For thank real. you. For we, real. we are yeah, yes. break bread together. Much appreciated. Yeah. Thank you very wow. much. Well, thank you. But Tell- we'll, we'll stay in touch if we come and play Portland. You will know, and I hope we'll see you. Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah, man. Yeah. Please give our love and and gratitude to Lauren too for just I you will. know both of you just being such an inspiration globally. Truly, and with more than just your music. Thank you very much for for showing what what hard work and and hard work and simple living can can create and teach. You guys are teachers. Yeah, man. We're not. We're not. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yes, they're rock and rollers. Thank you, Matthew. (laughs) Thank you, rock and roll. You have a great (laughs) evening, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for your time. Bye bye. Thank you. Wow, man. What an angel. That is a freaking angel heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Period. Well, Tell me the, I'm wrong, baby. No, Tell me no, I'm wrong. No, no, no. I just <laughs> love too, like, He's a freaking angel heart. Talk, the thing, one thing I love, too, I think a lot of people are great. Like, everything they're doing and everything, and then, like, being American and, like, the way we talk. You add the accent to it and the little bit of a language barrier. You had an accent? Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that he's from Texas. You didn't hear oh, that, okay. y'all. Okay, got oh. it. But that that it, it, for me, it makes me pay even more attention oh, yeah. because of the accent and it, it like the whole thing is a learning experience. Look, man, they, you are really intently paying attention to that accent and the way I mean, hard work, simple living. But this it's not pro- fucking simple. Product. What they're doing is not simple. And you know, no, 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 it's hard work <laughs> that leads to that being that oh, maybe not simple is the right word, but that but, but freedom, freedom. He kept saying it. you are kind of right what with the simplicity, but freedom. It, it's not simple, though. Like, you no, know what the, I mean? The, like the, the, the freedom that yes. he kept saying the methods are simple. The action is not mm. Right. Yeah. That's that's the thing. And like and the whole thing put together leads to freedom. And, to and what's what you want. really funny about the whole thing to me is. In the. Mindset of an American doing what they're doing <clears throat> in my mind anyway, is like the thing that hippies do. Like what hippies were in the 60s and 70s, like. We're going back to the to Mother Earth. We're going to have a little farm, and we're going to have goats and you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. but they, these guys are not that. They're not hippies. These are these are hardcore guys that are like 
playing touring with clutch but, yeah. but suicidal also, suicidal tendencies. But also like, they've been dope they he said since they were seven years old this is not new for them this is no they're living their normal life that they've seen their whole entire life yeah that and they've they, been seeing music and, and farming. And they're living in a country with so much culture and that like like that growing up at seven years old. I bet that they weren't watching a whole lot of TVs and going to the movie. They, TVs they on were, the farm? They were <laughs> they were playing music and getting together and gathering around the table. Like they grew well, up that's in part that of the, more. That's part of the French culture. Of the too. culture, yes. Yeah. And what is really inspiring to me is is that their reaction to a world full of issues is not to rail against it and push back. They're not, they're they, not outwardly screaming and kicking their way through the problems. They said, fuck that. I'm taking the power back for myself and doing something about it where I sit from there. I'm not, talking anything i'm not there's no manifesto well it's, no, it's, it's action. i'm gonna do this action to create change in my own life so when they walk out of their place they're not seeing what they saw somewhere else they're changing their literal world in their own vista like okay so they went to china and saw all that stuff but they are home and they changed any possibility that that would happen in their well, space. He said yep. so many times we were saying like, like when they come up against adversity, you find the solution, What's the solution? you find the solution and you do, and you solve and the there, problem. And there's two of them. There's no well, excuse. Three. Well, okay. And his wife, I'm not, I don't want to leave out you Natalie. Leave out. Um, I, what I just mean is that the there it's a small operation. It's not like some, you know, what, Tons and tons Which of people. Which has turned into bringing the community back together, and now the neighboring are people helping. and farms—they're all it's they're getting everybody the involved. What? And the and I mean, let's not just like this is not something to forget. The music fucking yeah, yeah, rocks. Yeah, it's funny. But I like, feel yeah, like 80, we, maybe we didn't talk enough about the music. We did. But it was a good mix. It was a good mix. Well, and with the the music because this is so fascinating. Everything they're doing. What you need to you need to go to their site. They have so much. I'm looking so forward to like like I said, diving into this and find nine albums. They do a, a radio show. They've got a documentary. They've got all this information on their farm. They got links on there that lead to other things. Like it is a wealth of knowledge, information, and education that they're making available through their farm, their website, and then their music. And then they're like, do something small, grow your own. If you have soil, some tomatoes, what? So (laughs) if you, uh, if you dig them, do no simple road a favor, reach out to them and say, Hey, I listened to you guys on no simple road. And I really like what you did. Yeah. You y'all, we don't usually ask for that, but this is important because they're, in a different country yeah. and they are doing a completely different thing. Like they need to know that. Yeah. And, and uh, they rock. They really that video do rock. Where, where was a couple of weeks ago when you pulled up that video. Where, where did this come to us from? Emily. Thank from you, Emily. Emily. Thank you again, Emily. Jeez. Yeah. She Knocked where, it out you of the put park. that video on after we had an interview and we all sat here and it, it rocks. Mm-hmm. And then other tracks are very good subtle and said that the well, album was, is right like before, not all one sound uh, right before we had the interview i was listening to something that's kind of like a 
you know, like a coffee hour, like they were out on a courtyard with just his cajon and a guitar and they were singing stuff that sounded like Radiohead, but different, but like just something that you wouldn't expect from rockers. Two two dudes just whistling, giving their, their entire everything to to living life and doing it and and found freedom. And that's super fucking inspiring. This is now moved on to my, my bucket list has changed. My new favorite is now. I want to go to, I want to go to France. The top three (laughs) is like going to France to go hang out on their Yeah. Yeah. And Let's see their geese and I want to go to the Inspector Clouseau farm, the rock farmers. And what a fucking dope name. Let's just got to say that too. The, the Inspector oh. Clouseau. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking. Wow. Uh-huh. All right. Look at my, my portrait of him. So go, go, yeah. go to their website. It's <laughs> the Inspector Clouseau. CL. I'll say it again. Cause of Apple, the Inspector Clouseau, C-L-U-Z-O.com. Go follow him on Instagram and watch that and rock watch farmers documentary on youtube yeah and check out the new album horizon it's out now on all the streaming platforms and hey guess what go to nosimpleroad.com you can sign up for our newsletter there you can get a tarot reading with the grateful dead tarot deck from mel and i and all of our back episodes are there and you can get our merch and all that shit make sure to follow us on the socials at no simple road and patreon and all the things and you're welcome for this um episode yeah that. yes we love you guys we'll be back on monday with another installment of the No Simple Road Weekly Weekly Rewind. Weekly. God, that's hard weekly to Rewind. Say for whatever reason. I want pancakes and eggs right now. I'm and hungry. everybody, you know what? Go grow something. Even if it's a little mint leaf yeah. in your window or I'm something. Gonna go grow a grow something. In the frying pan. All right. We love you guys. We'll be back on Monday. Until then, smile at a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. Wash feet because you got stinky feet, man. Let it grow. And, and let it grow. We love you guys. Peace. Last word. Nope. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't stopped it. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville 
our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey, everyone. It's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast.